So, who wants to sum up what all has gone on recently? As y'all attempt once more to not actually lay low. Well, we infiltrated a uh, place. Stabbed the guard. Farida got a squirrel friend. Yes. Yeah. We hid the guard's body, opened the door. Almost got blown up. Don't forget that. Yeah. There was yeah. Wait, yeah. What? With the grenades? Oh, yeah. The grenade. Yeah. It's fine. Farida then sort of sacrificed her new squirrel friend into the guard room. And locking it. It's not a place. That guy is alive, well, and he found his way out. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. So, Squirrel is fine, as far as you could tell. You also bolted the door shut so they can't get out. Yeah. The squirrel can get out. The guards can't. That was really the more important thing than the squirrel. Yeah. We hit the signal jammer somewhat near the door, so they couldn't get signals out. Oh yeah, then we got to this room. Yeah. And now... And we beat some people up. Yeah. There's a robot that wouldn't turn on. Yeah. Once you had that person secured, you heard a voice, and I will have a minor retcon. As that voice spoke and you all turned towards it, you see a hologram appear. And hang on, I have a description for him. So, what you see appearing is a Kesh who's just everything about his body language, his facial expressions, is very haughty. Like, he thinks he's better than everyone. He's dressed in creased khaki pants. He's got some kind of scaled skin boots, very fancy belt buttoned-up polo shirt with a scarf around his neck, and he's just, like, playing around with an apple as the hologram materializes. I legit asked my mom, how do I describe this person's aesthetic to make it just obvious he's an asshole? (laughs) And that's what we came up with. I see. Yeah, he is there as a hologram, and he's looking at you all, pacing around the room. And he says, It's cute, you thought you could get away with ripping me off. Not some bottom feeder like that idiot Sinfrith. I knew you were coming, so I have left the door open. Then why don't you come out and meet us? I would like to perception check for the holographic projector. I'm not intending on listening to this man. I will hunt down the speakers. He's gonna have every trouble in the world. Unless he comes and talks to us in person. Go for it. Give me the perception check. Six. You don't see it. He keeps talking about how it's a very good day for him indeed. He's got a new deal going through and he finally gets the leverage he needs to get one over on Whisper. He won't have to deal with that upstart human keeping him from expanding his business. Because Whisper's been enforcing the balance in the underworld since he arrived from the Federation. And when he realized Whisper was trying to find someone, he wanted to find them first to be able to blackmail him into letting him have his way. And as he's talking and kind of circling around, he mentions he's surprised to see Scorpia, because he knows she's not from the Federation, but I figure the rest of you 
are, I've been trying to figure out what exactly is it that was special about you. During all of this, Scorpia is going around checking all the doors. Because we did hear the door became enclosed, but Scorpia wants to just make sure. Never assume a door is locked. Go for it. Roll investigation. Yeah, I'd like to work on this door that's in front of me. I'm actually just going to ignore him. Turn my back to him and do other things. Yeah, Scorpia is taking the same approach. So what do you want me to roll to work on this door? Is everyone just ignoring him? I think once the beeps started, after Ferda blew up the speaker system, I think Vi will move back over to the robot. Actually, I might keep her blowing up the speaker system and then he just reappears and says, well, that was rude. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going with Vi. Okay, so I'm going to be over here, like, half listening to him monologue on, but not... <laughs> Like, not turning my back to him, but just being like, eh. If he's vamping or delaying for any particular reason, I'm not giving him any time to do so. I'm doing other things, so. I got a 15 on checking the doors. They're all locked. Some of them are more startling locked than others, but he's got you pretty much sealed in here with everyone else investigating or percepting. I would like to try to open this door. It's locked, are you gonna try and pick it? Well, see, I don't have a lock. What is the lock looking like? It's gonna be similar, has a keypad as well as what looks like it could be a mechanical lock too. Okay. And he's still, as you're doing this, he's yammering on about how he figured out you were all from the Federation and Whisper was probably trying to get you out because one of you is one of his pet projects. As he continues to speak, I will interrupt his speech <laughs> by casting Force Bolt repeatedly, it's a cantrip, into the lock on the door. <laughs> so about every three seconds, there's just... Uh, not loud, because it's a cantrip, but a basically the sound of a sledgehammer hitting the door. <laughs> you you do that. The door does start to, like, buckle after a couple of seconds, and the hologram comes up behind you. You may not notice, and he just says, You're not getting out that easy, princess. I know who you are. I continue to do so and fully ignore him. <laughs> What's everyone else doing? I'm gonna investigate the robot again, because I heard it start beeping after I, when I was leaving. I don't know if there's a way for me to help, but I would like to help if I can. Yeah, I'm currently looking at the spells I've prepared to see what I can do. <laughs> so, Vi, I guess roll in investigation, Anima, roll me an intelligence check. Oh, investigation. Ooh, okay, that's, that's too bad. 16. A 10. Anime, something about what this is feels familiar. Mm-hmm. You feel like you know what you know what this is, but it's whatever the name of it is, is not clicking. But you also know it's not great. And what was that investigation? 16. Okay, 16. Whatever it is is starting to wake up. 
Yeah, anime, you know whatever this thing is, is potentially dangerous. But you just, the name of it, you just, it's, you can't get it. Then I'm gonna tap by and go, I don't know if we should be messing with this. I can't remember exactly what it is, but it might be a problem. Well, let's see if we can make it a problem for him. It's sentient. I was able to understand that much in the battle, but... I'm gonna get ready just in case this thing starts open firing or something. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll speak up from the door, which has now taken 34 points of damage. Do we need to start piling on the hurt before it actually wakes up all the way? I mean, it's sentient. If we hurt it, it's going to attack us. It sounds like it's going to attack us regardless. It might not. I don't remember exactly what it is. Scorpio, would you like to roll intelligence to see if you can figure out what this is? Sure. Or you could argue lore if that is better for you or um, xenobiology. At this point, you hear Trigger just kind of like stop. He's like, what do you mean we've lost contact with the shipment? I don't care. Vent the ship. I don't care who's on it. Vent it. The AI can take over from here. I'm not losing this. That's an 11. You're familiar with a race of beings called the Kanasi? They're sentient robotics, usually not very nice, can understand sometimes, but can't really communicate, so you think it might be one of those. So what are y'all gonna do? Also, you all just heard him giving a command to vent the ship. Oh. Are we still in range of the uh, signal jammer? Because I'm guessing if it's jamming them, it's jamming us too. No, it doesn't have no? a very wide range, so. Oh, okay. Is there any way we can get in contact with our ship people? You can certainly try and send them a message. I think they kind of, they've been enforcing radio silence. Also, they're far away, but you can try. Yeah, it's. Also, I'm pretty sure they're smart enough to, if they're boarding a ship in space, realize that one of the first defenses is open all the doors. So they're probably all wearing spacesuits. Pretty sure that's, like, standard. I mean, we should still at least try and give them a warning. I do say it to not be extremely worried if mm-hmm. communication does not quite reach them. Also, we're, we are up to 53 damage on the door. The okay, door so is gone, and there's nothing behind the door, from what you can tell. Neat. I'm curious how he was making those sounds, then. I would like to investigate and find out where those sounds were coming from. Wait, why, why were you going for that door again? Well, there were sounds behind it. There were sounds behind the other two doors. The doors in the corners. Pretty sure there were sounds behind all of them, but okay. Sure. We'll go to a different one. And start knocking. I mean, there might be, like, machine sounds. Neat. So you're going to try and blast open the door where you think there might be hostages inside. It is a cantrip that is being used repeatedly. <laughs> Unless you swing it directly at someone's head, it's not going to damage them. Might activate security measures, though. Yeah. We are already locked in the room. They are probably already dead. 
or they don't exist. I'd like to mention Mr. Therida saying, be careful, we don't want Trigger to have more ideas about anything. Sure, then I'll go to the exit door. Yeah, Scorpio will join you over there. Scorpio, did you mention, you, you did you, you told us about the race you think it is? I think Scorpio would have said it kind of as like a passing remark as crossing the room. I would like to take a few steps back, a few feet back, and then I would like to one, send a quick message to Spectra saying, careful, they're going to vet the ship, and then see if I can at least attempt to look up what the Kanasi are. Not on my specs, but on the sort of like burner. Pull out your phone and start start googling. Yeah, basically. Give me that investigation check. Trigger is getting very irritated and very bored with all of this. Ooh, okay, that's only a 13. You get some things that pop up, some pictures, but nothing that quite matches this, but there does seem to be an interesting variety of them. Is there any information about them, or is it just the pictures? You do get some information, given the right equipment, they're able to make more of themselves. They can understand, but they can't communicate. They tend to travel and act in packs, which is weird because this one's on its own. But before you're able to get a lot of information, you just hear Trigger say, Hunter, secure them. Make sure the pretty ones, the pretty princess stays alive. We need her. And I'd like y'all to roll initiative. I got a 19. Okay, nice. Yeah. Five. Okay. Ooh. Well, that wasn't great. Three. Oof. Anima, what's your dex modifier? My dex modifier is... Plus two. Uh, okay. Ooh, I do have a fun one-liner before he vanishes. Mm-hmm. Bold of you to assume that I have enough health to stay alive. <laughs> you see just this brief moment of panic as he looks like he's tapping commands into a Because <laughs> you get to feel like he specifically wants you. He doesn't cares much about the rest, but he specifically wants Farida alive. That's just such a shame. Just such a shame that your hired guns gave him such a hard time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, quick clarification. So they can't even communicate, the Kanasi can't even communicate in the computer and automaton language? It just says they can understand common, but they can't speak. Huh. Okay. Alright, fair enough. Verda, what's your initiative? Five. What's your dex? No, no, that is... No, she's trying to determine who of the fives go first. Oh, what's my dex? Well, part two. Yeah. Both two. <laughs> yeah, so y'all have the same roll and the same modifier. Yeah. <laughs> Flip a coin? When we get to y'all's turn, you can decide who goes first, but the giant, scary-looking robot is starting to move. 
Vi, you're first. What do you do? Also, a, a retcon thing you might would have noticed in your investigation. It did look like there was something attached that didn't look like it was made from the same material as the rest of it. Ooh. And it's starting to blink. I want to break that. Right, you can try. Well, okay. It's just connected to the robot. It's something on the back of its neck, but it's large, so... It might take some tries to get to it. Also, Trigger at some point would have mentioned that there was a group of scouts who were on their way back to secure the prisoners. Mm, okay. Hey, Anima, there's this blinking thing on the back of the robot. It may be for receiving signals, so if we can get rid of that. The, the Kanasi aren't usually like, well, they're not usually by themselves, so this one may be controlled. I'm gonna see if I can break it. So I'm gonna try to attack that specific thing with Saber. Yeah, let's try the Saber. Let us see. <laughs> I have a feeling the answer is no. Okay, so it's... that's a 9? <laughs> no, that, that does not hit. Okay. That's my turn. Anima, it's your turn. What do you do? Okay, I, hearing that, Vi told me there's a thing, so I'm gonna hit the thing first. 19 plus 6, is that 25? Yeah, that hits. Okay. <laughs> that hits real good. Mm-hmm. So, my saber, and I'm going to use my imbued strike, which adds my level. Or actually, I think that's a bonus action. I think so. Okay, then can I bonus action imbued strike and then do the... Because I think it actually gives me advantage. I'll allow that. Also, you have amplifiability. As a bonus action on your turn, you may activate this feature to gain advantage on attack rolls until the end of your current turn. When you hit with your weapon attacks, you deal additional weapon damage equal to your constitution modifier, a minimum of one. Feature has no effect on burst fire damage from ranged weapons. You can use it three times before a rest. Okay. Short or long rest. I rolled my second dice. That's a natural 20. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Add your d4. Instead of having you roll two, it's max damage and then roll the extra. Okay. So an eight than my strength, which is three. So that's 15 damage. Yes. You take a good chunk out of it. And I will say you are able to do some damage to the thing on the back of its neck. It's still there doing something, and the Kanasi is starting to react strangely, but it still feels very aggressive towards y'all. Anything else? Also, if you would like to roll another intelligence now that you know the name to see if that helps you remember. 14. Hearing the name, you do remember some, and you're pretty sure this is what's called a hunter kanasi. Mm-hmm. They usually do scouting and surveillance. They usually don't travel alone. 
but also this one's kind of covered in dust, so it might not be here because it wants to be there. Ferda, your turn. Cool. I'm going to cast Mask Appearance, which is going to be a little bit stronger than uh, the Earring mod, and I'm going to turn myself into Vi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. The logic being, of course, they want to keep whatever it is that I am to them, so I am not whatever it is I am to them, and that robot can swing at me as much as it wants. It's also on the other side of the room, but okay. That's it, we're level four. Not, it can't do anything else. <laughs> I mean, you can move, but yeah. Pretty sure y'all are level five. Yes, we are. Sorry, level five. Still can't do two abilities. Right, so if that's it, it is the Hunter Kanasi's turn, and it has been hit a couple of times, and it doesn't like that. So it is going to go for the assailant that looks a little more squishy. Okay, fair. Am I close enough to impose disadvantage? How close do you have to be? Five feet. If it wasn't large, I would say yes, but since it's sandwiched between the two of you, mm-hmm. I don't think you're quite close enough. Ah! It ran away. Let's try that again. I tried, bye. <laughs> That is a 19 to hit. Well, I just rolled a straight 19. I feel like that's gonna hit, though. Yeah. Because it's plus 16. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, it grabs you. You're going to take 11 piercing damage, and you are officially grappled. That just means I can't move, right? Yeah, it's, it's got one claw wrapped around you, so you are not able to move. You can still attempt to attack. Okay. And I, since this thing has multi-attack, can I get a constitution saving throw? From me? Okay. Yeah. Also, don't forget, y'all do have grenades. I know. I know. We have grenades, we have, was it, three EMPs? Oh no. EMP and then acid grenades, I think, is what I gave y'all. We also had a somewhat tremulous encounter with a grenade in the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but this time we might actually want it to blow up. Yeah. It's a four. Oof. Yeah, with everybody standing next to it. So, what's going to happen is there's gonna be a shock of electricity that goes through you and you are going to be paralyzed for one minute you can wait a minute yeah you can repeat the saving throw at the end of each turn okay okay all right that's fine well at the end of each of your turns but i didn't take any damage from the shock right just paralyzation not from the shock, you just took from where it grabbed you. Okay. Alright, that's fine. Also, it can do this to two of you. Alrighty. Well, Scorpio's gonna move up here next to Farida. That's as far as I can move. And then as a bonus action, I'm going to activate Zone Defender which is a defensive stance. So 
I get to just take opportunity attacks without using my reaction. That's cool. And then I can use my reaction to make an actual attack if something passes in my melee range. Because I believe that my saber is what was still active in my hand at the end of last session. Yeah. And it takes a bonus action to switch, so I'm going to go ahead and defend. The area fair version. Yes. Do you have anything else you can do? I think that's it, because I'm not close enough to make a melee attack, and so I don't think I have any other actions that I can do, because that was a bonus action and movement. But Farida is now a little bit safer. Of a sort. Yeah, not sentinel. Scorpia is not actively defending her, but if an, an attacker comes within my melee range, then I can defend Farida. Gotcha. That makes sense. That's it, Vi. It is your turn. Let's have another saving throw. Okay. 20. You are able to shake off the effects of being paralyzed, but that is your whole turn. Alright. Anima, it's your turn. You can see that Vi is no longer paralyzed, so, but this thing's also got real big cows. Yeah. I'm gonna try and use Balance the Souls, my uh, Soul of the Healer ability. Okay. So I have to touch the thing? Yes, I think you touch the- it has to make a saving throw. Yes. It is a constitution saving throw. Uh, the DC is 13. Because it's not plus proficiency, is it? DC is 10 plus attack bonus. I say it makes sense to have proficiency in there too. Okay, so 16. DC is 16. It got a 9. Okay. So how many hit points are you taking? I got to roll a d10. 9. Very nice. And I'm giving them to Vi. Oh, thank you. You'd have to skirt around it a bit, but it's uh, that movement is not going to provoke an opportunity attack. Okay. Thank you. Yay. Hang on, I need the math. <laughs> that hurt it a bit, and it looks at you. Just turns its head towards you, like, what? Anything else? Or is that it? Yeah. I think that was in fact. I can't remember if I made that in action or not. It doesn't say. But I'm going to assume that it is in action because it is once per day. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you just had to suck the life out of one being and put it into another being. So, Pai, you feel better. It's probably a slightly strange sensation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Probably. But not uncomfortable, just strange. Okay. I don't have any bonus actions I can take. In that case, there What are you going to do with all of your, like, what, one hit point? Ten. Oh, okay. I'm going to walk up. 
as Vi. And then I'll use my second forging slot to cast Trauma. That's a fun one. I know, Tali has it. I was reading, I'm like, does this deal uh, physical or emotional trauma? (laughs) (laughs) It actually ends up causing both. Ah, brilliant. Oh boy. I was going to say, I would imagine both with the description. Yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't end up seeing that if you don't end up not traumatized by seeing this. I mean it'll look a little different because it's a robot, but I mean it would still be problematic if it was sentient, which it is, so Yeah. So that is a fifteen. Unfortunately that just misses. Neat. So you try and the Esperity just kind of... And I'd like to slap it as a free action. To deal no damage, but to annoy it. Are you trying to dash? <laughs> no. You know, if yeah. Trigger doesn't get what he wants, that's a pretty good way to do it. That's the whole idea. <laughs> I mean, good in, like, a general sense, not in, like, a good for Farida or us sense. Yeah. I'm trying to not kill off Farida. I want her to come back. Oh, she just slapped it. (laughs) (laughs) Your spell dispersed across it. You just slap it. And it's just very confused right now and not happy about its situation, so... Is going to try and grapple the one that just slapped it. And it is going to fail. Does it? It rolled a five. Hmm. It's a plus six to attack, but I... And you rolled a five? What is your armor class? Oh, it's 13. It rolled a five plus six, so it's a... It got an 11. I was gonna say. But I can be cooperative. I'll let it grapple me. At two points of difference, I'll let it grapple me. Okay. With the damage? Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> if he has the ability to watch, which he probably does, he's probably watching this right now, and he will have to intervene. Because the robot has no way of knowing. This is risk and reward. That's the idea. We are gambling. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. You take the 11 damage, and you are now unconscious in its hands. It just looks at you like, um, okay. <laughs> Wait, is it the disguise self um, concentration? It is, in the concentration drops. Okay. Yeah. Alright, Trigger. Now what do you do? The earrings are still working. They shouldn't be. Well, now that you are no longer a threat, it is going to go for the other one to fix the other threat. And it is going to miss a grappling anima. What'd it get? I want to know. It got the exact same thing. It got an 11. Okay. Yeah, mine is uh, like 18, so that's not even... (sighs) 
Yeah. It started to grapple you, and then you see, like, the thing on the back of its neck sparking, like, it jerks and stops. Oh, also, a detail. Heads and tails were on either of your shoulders. They both slide off. Yeah, like, one's on mine, one's on... Oh, boy. Okay. But they both just kind of tink to the floor. Off in the distance, you hear sad squirrel noises. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a psychic squirrel. Mm-hmm. Why not? Either that or you aren't entirely sure where the squirrel is right now, but you just hear sad squirrel noises. Alright. So that is the end of its turn. Uh, Scorpia, your turn. One of your friends is unconscious. Yeah. And... Scorpia does not know Farida well enough to know why that was her plan. Neither do we! And isn't really gonna take the time to think about it. Why do you think I keep all of my plans super loose? I don't know what y'all are gonna do. Is there even a way for me to attack it with the saber? Can you attack on the diagonal? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Probably. Okay. Maybe Anima, like, scooches out. Yeah, there, there can be space for you. Cool. Then I'll move the ten feet to be up next to it. Anima steps to the left a little bit. There's a thing I thought about doing, but with it up against a wall, I don't know. Eh, I mean, it'll still add damage. As a bonus action, I'm going to use the forging technique Ramming Strike, which will add 2d6 thunder damage to the first hit with a melee attack. Nice. And then also, if the target is a creature, it must succeed on a strength saving throw or be pushed 10 feet away and knocked prone. It obviously can't be pushed, but could it still be knocked prone if and when I hit it? Possibly. Alright, let's roll to attack. So I get back to my character sheet. I know that feeling of weird thing. Yeah. That is a dirty 20 to hit. That hits. So then... Alright, that is... 11 points of slashing damage with 3 points of thunder damage. And I'm not aiming for the, like, receiver thing. I'm just hitting this thing as hard as I can. What is it to take the stagger? Was that a saving throw, or...? Yes, it has to make a strength saving throw. Let me look at what my... DC is. It has to beat a 13. It rolled a 16. Ah, alright. Well, it's still standing. And its strength is plus 4, so it got a dirty 20. That did hurt, though. It's still standing, but it did get hurt. Also, the way that ramming strike works, when I hit it, it makes a very loud noise that can be heard within 300 feet 
so everyone knows that something big is going down. The guards are now very much trying to get through that door, but <laughs> now they just want to get out. A small explosion of sound that, you know, somehow only hurts the target, but it's still very loud. Okay. I think even Ferda kind of catches it, because fading in and out of consciousness almost. You're not dead yet, you're just dying. As Scorpia goes to hit it before she hits it, she just kind of whispers, eh, forgive me, Entrixie, and then hits it. Okay. Oh, I have a second attack. I need to not forget that. So this will just be the saber. I have a feeling your friends will be very sad that you destroyed such nice machinery. Exactly. But, you know, <laughs> it has to be done sometimes. Scorpia is not quite as endeared by all mechanical things. That is a 17 to hit. That hits. What was that, Casey? Two things. I forgot to add my constitution modifier, and I had a second attack that I didn't use. Let's finish Scorpia, and then we can fret Conyers. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. That is another 11 slashing damage. This thing is starting to look hurt. Almost max damage, but not quite. You've chipped away half of its health. It's not having a good time. So, Emma, what would your attack have been since you forgot your modifier? My con modifier is plus three, so it would just be extra three. So that makes it look more hurt, and let's get that second attack. Well, that's fine. That would be, that's too much. That's too much to retcon. That was my bad. I forgot it. Uh. Okay. <laughs> Level ups. <What>? They're great. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. I forgot right, about so... Uncanny Dodge until right after it was... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's a great one. Because it's just like, you know, that actually doesn't. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Bonus action. Second imbued strike. You can also dump HP into somebody, if you would like. I'm on the wrong side of... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm on the, I'm on the wrong side of Scorpion for that. Plus, I know Farida has a plan, probably. Probably. That's, that's funny. <laughs> well, I only have so much, and if she goes down again, then I potentially couldn't help a second time. Okay. You're there to stop me from dying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The strategy is to not need that, hopefully. Yes. Okay, so get rid of that. Bonus action. Viewed strike. First roll is the wrong dice. I'm silly, silly. 14, so first attack is a 16 to hit. No. 16? No, it's a 14 plus 6. Oh, it's a dirty 20. <laughs> Yay, math! That hits. Also, Vi, a thing that you would know is that Farida is proficient in medicine. So, there's purpose here. This is not random action. 
In fact, most of the things that Farida does are not random action. Except for blowing up doors. But yeah. That is in proficiency. It may not be so helpful when you're unconscious. Yeah, you're the one unconscious. Yeah. So, uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one the bad guy wants alive. Yeah. So, there's, there's purpose here. Nine. I was trying, going to try and aim for the thing on the back of its neck. I will say that you're able to knock it all the way off. Mm-hmm. And the thing just shakes and shudders. But there's a glow in his eye. You can feel like it's, it's still pissed off. It's still going? Okay, second attack. <laughs> Whatever that thing is doing, it's not doing the thing anymore, but this thing is still... All very right. much upset. I tried. Second attack. Eight or five. I'm gonna go with the eight plus six. I don't know if that's gonna hit. That's fourteen? Yes. Doesn't hit. Doesn't hit. It shifts out of the way. It's looking really hurt, though. So there is that. Fair enough. Let's get that saving throw. Our first death save. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, I've, I've seen tables that use the roll where you don't say the roll out loud. That sounds very stressful. You want to just message me that? I mean, sure. Oh, no. That should communicate everything you need to know about that roll. Oh, goody. This is very stressful, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would kind of rather know the number, but whatever. <laughs> also, may I slightly recommend that Trigger be given initiative spot? Trigger's not in the building. He's watching. He needs an initiative spot. We just took off his controlling device. Yeah, we took off the controlling device. Sounds like all the more reason for him to unlock the doors. <laughs> <laughs> You assume he's anywhere near here. Doesn't have to be. He hologrammed in. He has connections. Unless Farida broke those too somehow, which case... I actually was unsuccessful. No, in finding the hologram, you broke the speakers. <laughs> so if they were somehow right by the speakers. Never mind. Either way, he's not getting what he wants. No, not this right. So... The creature's got one of you, and one of you is not fighting. Let me see. Because it's also really hurt. Okay, so I was rolling to see if it was just gonna get back out. It's currently very surrounded by things that are hitting it and hurting it, so I think it is going to, once again, attempt to grapple the one that has been really hurting it the most, which is Anima. That would be me, yeah. That's a 14. I don't think it hits. My AC is an 18. Beautiful. Okay, so it's gonna try again. No. That time you got a 4. It's kind of falling apart a little bit. Things are not functioning properly, but it is still holding on to Farida. Farida or Vi? And Vi. <laughs> is it holding on to Vi? Vi was the one that was grappled. I was grappled first. Oh yeah, you haven't broken out of the grapple. Yeah. 
I haven't had a chance to, no. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, in that case, it did not attempt to grapple Anima because its hands are full. It has a secret extra limb that came out just for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Though it just has a very forgetful person who is controlling it. So, actually, you know, it could be more interesting. It's going to back up a step. And it's trying to reevaluate its surroundings. And it's still holding on to Farida. So it let go of Vi? Oh, it is also holding on to Vi. I forgot it is holding Vi. So it just, it steps back. <laughs> okay, so I'm also there. Is there like a hallway there? Because isn't that a wall? There's a door. But the doors are locked. Yeah. It's kind of cornered. It was, like, right up against the door, but the door behind mm -hmm. it was, like, locked. Yeah. In that case, I think it is going to set the one that stopped moving down, and then it will try and fail to grapple Anima. Okay. So, Ferda, you are unconscious on the ground. It was not a drop, it was just a, okay, I'm just gonna put this one down. This robot's not having the best of days. <laughs> so, Scorpia, it's your turn. Alright. Since it's still in my melee range... It literally cannot go anywhere. Well, actually, it probably could, because it's holding people. True. But first, I'm gonna take my two attacks. Those are a 14 and a 15. Neither are going to hit, unfortunately. You you Wait. get close, but it kind of dings off of its armor. It shifts, so you don't hit vulnerable spots, because it knows how much that hurts. Yeah. Well, bonus action, zone defender. So if it tries to leave my melee range, I can attack it. Alright. Vi, it's your turn. You can either attempt to break free or do some stabby stabs. I'm gonna try to hit with my saber. Okay. And I'm gonna try to to do a deft strike. Uh, is there anything else I can do? No. Okay. <laughs> I just crit. <laughs> nice. Oh yeah. So max on the first die. Roll the second. Okay. And then just roll normal death stri deft strike? Yes. <laughs> okay. So. 31. Nice. <laughs> Is it dead yet? No. But it's really close. This thing is barely standing. Man, this thing must have nearly twice my max HP. Because we've already dealt a lot over my max. It started with 93. Yeah. Yeah, that's more than twice. Yep. And it doesn't have a lot left. Like, <laughs> at all. It shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this attack was almost my max HP. <laughs> it's it's a lot. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. 
were you going for the head or the arm or where were you slashing at? Yeah, let's go arm. I don't want to be grappled. I don't like the fact that I can't move. And since the thing's off of it. You chop its arm off and you're on the ground. You still have robot arms stuck around you, but you can- Oh. So I'm still grappled then? You're just wearing a robot arm. Okay. I can move with robot arm. That's fine. Okay, cool. Yeah, you, it'll be like half speed until you get the robot arm off. But <laughs> you just chopped its whole arm off. Alright, Anima, it's your turn. Okay. This thing's almost gone. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna save my last impede strike just in case. That's not my dice roller. Where's my dice roller? There it is. Two, that's not gonna do it. Second attack. 15 plus 6 is a 21. That hits. Okay. Roll damage. Rolling damage. Snake eyes. That's a 1. Plus my strength is a 3, so that's a 4. How does this robot die? Oh. Okay. That's exactly what you needed. How do you do this? (laughs) Alright, I'm gonna take my saber and I'm just gonna shove it right through and get real close and say, sorry, I tried. In its eyes, you see it's shocked and sad, and then it just shuts all the way down. And we are out of initiative, but Farida is still not looking great. Okay, then I'm gonna run to Farida and pump all of the soul of the healer I have left into her. <laughs> I'd like to get the robot on off, please. It takes a couple of seconds to extricate yourself from the arm, because it's a rather large arm. But maybe with help from Scorpia, you are able to do that. Thank you. And I think all you have for soul of the healer is five times your level? Yeah. So I think it's. I also think it's five to bring someone back to consciousness. So Ferda, you would have twenty HP. That's basically my max HP. <laughs> what? <gasps> oh no! Yeah, the one attack the creature made against me was enough to take out more than uh, almost half my HP. I know. I'm just thinking, like, how is Ferda squishier than Vi? <laughs> Do you not have any constitution? I do. I got plus two. Magic user. So do I. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's basically a bard. Sure. Melder engineer. Mm. I mean, I might have more, but I also might have rolled low a couple times. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I did level it up appropriately with the constitution modifier and all that stuff. So we did get through that a little bit faster than I was planning, but then again, it wasn't exactly planning how long this would take. I just was like, okay, here are things that are going to happen. And if I need things to happen faster, here's what's going to happen. Thank you for joining us and stay tuned next time to find out what happens on Board the Opal Star. If you don't want to wait, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. 
If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. Aboard the Opal Star is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is DM'd and produced by me, Brianna Toiber. I'm Casey, and I'm playing Anima the Ashenforged. Victor, I'm playing Farida the Promethean. My name's Alexis, and I am playing Vilina Sorel, the Eldori. With music by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. Everybody, we're Waffles Maple Syrup, and we play Pathfinder 2E and all sorts of different TTRPGs. You're about to listen to our time travel homebrew campaign called Time Has Passed. Check it out! Doldren just comes charging up this way towards where uh, L ran off to, and sees that rune still there, and Tanigal attacking uh, L and be like, I said the rune! As he just mm. turns charges at it, and I again, just jumps, leaps, and swings with the mall. Why would anybody want to be a human? That's stupid. If... Most people don't get a choice. I mean, but we did. That's a lot of damage! I have no weapons aside from my body. Oh dear. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> uh, oh my. You see this humanoid shape enclosed in a white robe form in the void of your dreams. As we zoom into where his face should be, there is nothing but blackness. The blackness that leaks from his hood begins to enshroud your mind, wrapping around you in this space. I need all of you to make a will saving throw. And if you like what you just heard, search Waffles Maple Syrup, one word, and give us a subscribe. Thanks!